Chapter 17, Mystery Added to Mystery. The children started from for home. Wait, was what happened real, asked Bill, or did I imagine it? It seems like a bad dream, said Liza. It was real, said Jed, but I'm sure it ties in with other things that have been happening. Maybe there's a reward for catching those robbers, said Liza. Hey, I didn't think of that, said Bill. We could get rich. Don't get your hopes up, said Jed. Ask Grandpa about that. Okay, said Bill. Say, isn't it about time for supper? Supper, said Liza. Are you really hungry after all those banana splits? Sure am, said Bill. Those seemed like ages ago. The children were quiet the rest of the way. They had much to think about. As they got close to the house, Bill shouted, I smell bacon. He broke into a run. Liza and Jed ran after him. Well timed, said Gran. Dan brought some of his fresh eggs for me to scramble. I don't want them to get cold. Hi, Mr. Dan, said Liza. I love your eggs. Then sit down, said Herbert Dan. Your grandmother asked me to stay for supper. The children washed up quickly and found their seats at the table. Grandpa laughed and said, there's one thing for sure about our grandchildren. Food is a magic word. Grandpa, said Bill, I need to ask you something. Did they ever catch those bank robbers? Oh, sure, said Grandpa. They caught them the next afternoon. Why? Just wondering, said Bill. I'm surprised you didn't hear us talking about it, said Gran. Guess we were busy thinking about other things, said Bill. Such as Cougar Island, asked Hermit Dan. I hear you went there this afternoon. How was it? All grown up, said Liza. It looked as if nobody had been there. I don't guess anybody has been there lately, said Grandpa. I'll never forget the first time I was there, said Hermit Dan. When was that? asked Jed. When I was about your age, said Hermit Dan. I begged my father to let me go. Finally, he said he would go with me. Was I excited? When we got there, I started running through the trees. Suddenly, I tripped, and down I went. Bells started clanging. Bells clanging, blurted Bill. You mean bones clattering. Hermitan threw back his head and laughed. Then he said, I can't believe it. Are those bells still working? Were you as scared as I was? I sure was, said Bill. I thought the ghosts had me. Yeah, said Jed. He took off in the canoe. And we had to catch it, said Liza. He was going to leave us. I can believe it, said Hermitan. I was going to do the same thing. But my dad caught me and helped me back. You mean he didn't run, said Bill? No, he laughed, said Hermitan. He knew about those bells. How did he know? asked Gran. Everybody in mainland knew about Elliot's bells, said Hermit Dan. That's why he wouldn't let me go to Cougar Island alone. Are you going to tell us more? asked Grandpa. After his parents died, Elliot ordered hundreds of bells and rolls of steel cable from mainland. Then he sent for some workmen to come. I think that's the only time anyone other than his lawyer was allowed on the island. Elliot had found that he couldn't imagine he couldn't manage the job himself. He had the workmen string bells on the cable and hang them among the trees all around the island. Then he connected the cables to the ground across every path. Somehow he fixed it so that a person walking on the path would trip and set the bells to ringing. It was his alarm system, but I can't believe it's still working. Believe it, said Bill. But what about the moaning? asked Liza. That was weird. I didn't hear that, said Hermit Dan. The trees weren't in leaf when I was there. Trees and leaf, asked Grandpa. What does that have to do with it? My father heard the moaning, said Hermit Dan. Your parents may have too, when they went to the cougar party. My father asked about it. The cougars had trees planted all around the island, and when they're in leaf, they make a moaning sound when stirred, even by a small breeze. It was breezy while we were there, said Jed. 
That solves a long time mystery for me, said Grandpa. That moaning scared the daylights out of me. How come you never told me all that before? It never came up, said Hermitan. How come you never told me about being scared? I guess I was too ashamed, said Grandpa. All right, said Gran. One of you help me clear the table and get the coffee. I'll clear, Gran, said Bill. Soon that was done, and Gran had served coffee. Do you three want anything else? No, thank you, said Jed. Everything was great. Especially the conversation, said Bill. What time did you say you were going in the morning, Jed? Going where, asked Jed with a big grin. Everybody began to laugh. Jellybean began to yap. That's his somebody's coming, yap, said Liza. Who could it be at this time of night, said Grant. I'll see, said Bill. He ran to the door and switched on the porch light. Thank you for the light, called Mrs. Hawkins. Mrs. Hawkins, said Bill. Is something the matter? Mrs. Hawkins came up the step. Bill held the door open for her. Oh my, what a time I've had, said Mrs. Hawkins. Have you seen my kitten? Not since we left her with you, said Bill. I was afraid you'd say that, Mrs. Hawkins said. I left the kitten sleeping on a pillow on the screen porch. I left food, water, and a litter box for her. I was gone for a couple hours, but when I got back, she was gone. Could she have gotten out of the porch, asked Gran? I don't see how, said Mrs. Hawkins. I looked everywhere and called. I don't know what could have happened. I would say it's just mystery added to mystery, said Jed. What do you mean, asked Mrs. Hawkins. I don't know exactly, said Jed, but I bet then when we find Mr. Dan's thief, we'll find your kitten. There's nothing more anybody can do tonight, said Hermit Dan. Come on, Jenny, I'll walk you home. Cougar Island, Chapter 18, Threat from the Sky. The next morning at breakfast, Jed said, I meant to ask Hermit Dan if any more stuff was missing from his garden. I asked him, said Grandpa. He, uh, he said, yes, he's missing a bit every day. He's not mad, asked Bill. I thought he'd be screaming his head off. How is he sure when something's missing, asked Liza. You know, Dan, said Grandpa. He counts certain things and checks the next morning to see what's gone. Then why isn't he yelling, asked Jed. Because whoever's taking the vegetables is also working the garden. Dan says they more than pay for what they take, said Grandpa. He sure has changed, said Liza. He had a fit when I took a couple raspberries. Oh, said Grandpa, I forgot to tell you another strange thing. Dan counted his fryers again, and none were missing. You mean that one was back? Yep, said Grandpa. I wonder if it was really missing in the first place, asked Liza. Dan was sure it was, said Grandpa. The missing kitten, said Liza. I just remembered. Should we check and see if Mrs. Hawkins has found her? We should, said Jed. But I want to get started for Cougar Island. Why don't you call her, asked Gran. Good thinking, Gran, said Bill. I forgot about the telephone here. I'll call her, said Liza. Soon she had Widow Hawkins on the phone. They talked for a bit, then Liza hung up. Nope, she said, no kitten. Mrs. Hawkins is really upset about it. Keep an eye out for it while you're walking, said Gran. I think it, I still think it just wandered off. Okay, said Jed. Is everybody ready? Right with you, said Bill. I made a picnic lunch for you, said Grandpa. Do you want to take it? Thanks, Grandpa, said Liza. We won't have time to worry about getting back for any special time. Baskets, said Bill. Gran, can we take a couple baskets with us? You know where they are, said Gran. Take what you like. Planning to bring back treasure, asked Grandpa. Just being prepared, said Bill. Who knows what we'll find? You forgot something else, Bill, said Jed. What, asked Bill. Long pants, said Jed. Thanks, Jed, said Bill. I'll be just a minute. 
It's scratchy going through the brush, explained Liza to Gran and Grandpa. As soon as Bill came back, they left for their Cougar Island exploration. When they beached the canoe on Cougar Island, Liza said, let's get the fruit first. Fine, said Bill. Then I want to find those bells and see what scared me. Suits me, said Jed. We have plenty of time. I'll leave the picnic basket over here, said Liza. It'll stay cooler. The children once again made their way through the brush to the orchard. Oh, the pears are gorgeous, said Liza. As soon as I fill my basket, I'm going to eat one. You pick the pears then, said Jed. I'll get the apples. I don't think we'll have much help from Bill. He's already wandered off. A few minutes later, Bill yelled, hey, ho, success. I found the bells. Liza and Jed ran over to see. Where? asked Liza. Look where I'm pointing, said Bill. I see them, said Jed. They're thick with rust. That's what made them clatter instead of clang, said Bill. Well, that takes care of that, said Liza. Back to picking pears. I'll come in a minute, said Bill. I want to find something. Liza and Jed left him. Bill got down on his hands and knees and crawled around. It has to be her someplace, he said. I had to trip on something to make the bells go off. Bill searched, but he could not find what he had tripped, what had tripped the bells. Finally, he got up to go join Liza and Jed. Bill took two steps and down he went. The horrible clattering filled the air. Help, he shouted. They got me again. Liza and Jed came running. They expected to find Bill laughing, but he was very angry. It's not funny, he said. Are you hurt? asked Liza. If I find what set those bells off, I'll tear it to pieces, shouted Bill. Stay put, said Jed. Maybe I can find it. Jed began to feel every inch of the ground around Bill's feet. Aha, here it is, he said. Bill scrambled around so he could see. It's this loop of wire, said Jed. Let me pull it out, said Bill. I don't want those bells to scare anyone else. Bill pulled as hard as he could. The clattering began again. The more Bill pulled, the louder the bells clattered. I give up, said Bill. I'm going to mark the spot with a stick. Next time I'll bring some wire cutters. For now, said Liza, help us finish getting the fruit. In a short time, the baskets were full. Let's leave these by the canoe, said Jed. Now we're free to explore, said Bill. Just as they were nearing the, the canoe, a rumble sounded from above. Is that thunder? asked Liza. It sure is, said Jed. If you look up, you see a very dark cloud coming our way. Uh-oh, said Bill. You know how Gran and Gra Grandpa feel about us being out in a thunderstorm. Yeah, said Jed. We'd better try to make it home. But we didn't get any grapes, said Liza. Next time, said Jed. Everybody in. The children paddled as hard as they could. They made it to Pirate Island in record time. Grab a basket of fruit, Bill, said Jed. Hey, this is heavy, said Bill. I'll take a turn, said Liza. Hold it, said Jed. He took off his shirt and piled fruit on it. Then he tied it into a bundle. Here, Liza, he said. This way we're all carrying the same weight. Why don't we just go to the cave, said Bill. We can have lunch there. Lunch, said Liza. I've left the picnic basket on Cougar Island. That does it, said Bill. We have to make it home. Even if we could go back to the island now, the sandwiches would be soggy. The children put all their effort into walking. The thunder sounded louder. Think we'll make it, asked Liza. All we can do is try, said Jed. Just as they got to the backyard, the rain began to come down. Gran was standing at the back door. Thank goodness you're here, she said. Grandpa and I were very worried. The children ran to the porch. Hey, Grandpa, said Bill. Come see the treasure. Apples, pears, said Grandpa. Now that's my kind of treasure. And mine too, said Gran. Where did you find it? 
the cougar orchard said liza there are grapes there too we'll get some next time said bill said jed that thunder sent us running just then the sky lit up with jagged streaks of lightning inside quickly said gran cougar island chapter 19 another red shoe the storm lasted for quite some time before it rumbled away in the distance now for some lunch said gran gran said liza i left ours on cougar island will the rain hurt the basket not a bit said gran and the birds can enjoy the sandwiches liza helped gran get lunch on the table do you think it's going to rain anymore grandpa asked jed grandpa looked out the window he said that sun looks mighty bright now but at this time of the year it can change in a few minutes i'm willing to take a chance said bill i've got some unfinished business to tend to the buildings on cougar island are made of stone said grandpa there's plenty of shelter if you hear thunder don't take any chances find shelter that will do said jed i'll take care of cleanup said gran you all get back to exploring thanks gran said jed let's go the children ran outside wait a minute said bill i'll get the wire cutters bill got them and they started for their dreaming place Oh no, said Liza, we forgot to turn the canoe over. It'll be filled with water. No big deal, said Bill, we'll dump it out. It wasn't long until the children had the canoe ready and were on their way back to Cougar Island. I wanna cut that wire first thing, said Bill. Then I can leave the wire cutters in the canoe. After that, said Liza, let's try to find the house. I'm really anxious to see it. Okay to both, said Jed. Grandpa talked as if there were lots of buildings. As soon as they had beached the canoe, Liza said, I'll get those sandwiches out of the basket. She ran over to the basket. That's strange, she said. What, asked Bill. The basket isn't wet, said Liza. That couldn't be, said Jed. I know it rained here. Let me see. Jed felt the cloth that covered the basket. Dry as a bone, he said. He pulled off the cloth and the three children stared. Grapes, said Liza. The basket is filled with grapes. The Cougar Island ghosts have struck again, said Bill. At least they seem to be friendly ghosts, said Jed. This reminds me of a ghost story I read, said Liza. Every time the ghost took something, it gave something in return. I don't feel afraid, said Jed, but I don't like all of this. How do you feel? I don't feel afraid either, said Liza. I'm more curious than anything. The only thing in my mind, said Bill, is that wire. Let's cut it, then I'll think about this. The children started toward the orchard. Bill ran over to where he had fallen. Okay, you clattering things, he said. You've clattered for the last time. Bill looked all around. He said, I'm sure this is the place. Where is that stick? The three looked all around the area. There were lots of sticks, but they were all on the ground. None marked a place where the wire was. Maybe the wind blew it down, said Liza. Not a chance, said Bill. I really stuck it into the ground to stay. I guess it's the Cougar Island ghosts again, said Jed. Something got it, said Bill. I think I know what, said Liza. She leaned down and picked up something. She said, does this look familiar? Another red shoe, said Jed. Besides the Cougar Island ghosts, said Bill, we now have the Pirate Island thieves. Cougar Island chapter 20, swoosh. At least we're making progress, said Bill. I'd say that the ghosts and the thieves are one and the same. We should have known that before, said Bill. How? asked Liza. The boat, said Bill. They could get from one, one island to the other as quickly as we do. But how could we have known that they were on Cougar Island? asked Liza. 
Come on, Liza, thanks, said Bill. Remember how I heard that boat shortly after Herman Dan started missing things? That's right, said Jed. But how do we know it's not one person? Those dumb bear shoes, said Bill. There must be a little kid in on it. You're right, said Jed. Come on, let's find the house. Maybe that's where they're staying. Be careful, said Bill. There may be more of those bells around. It would be like us to set them off, said Liza. Then we would never find those thieves. We have to take that chance, said Jed. The children walked in the direction they thought the house should be. Each had a prickling feeling of excitement. Each expected something big to happen. After walking for several minutes, Jed whispered, I see it. Liza and Bill caught up with Jed. They too could see a large house. If anyone is staying there, said Bill, we should see signs of a path. Look for trampled glass or broken bushes. Trampled grass or broken bushes, said Jed. The children looked carefully, but the only signs they saw were the ones they had made themselves. Shoot, said Bill. Let's go to the house and knock on the door. Liza and Jed laughed. Liza said, do you really think anyone would answer? Then we can break the door down or smash a window, said Bill. You know we can't do that, said Jed. So what's your plan, asked Bill. Well, first we'll see if the door is locked, said Jed. He started to walk toward the front door. Liza and Bill followed him. Jed reached the door. He turned the knob and pushed. The door began to open. The children had their, held their breath. Jed pushed the door open wider. Suddenly, swoosh, something white floated down. Yow, screamed the children. They almost pushed each other down as they ran away, each expecting to be grabbed. When nothing happened, they stopped. They turned and looked back. That really was a ghost, said Liza. That's what someone wanted us to think, said Jed. Well, they convinced me, said Bill. Let's go home. They can have Cougar Island. No way, said Jed. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Jed, said Liza, you're going back? Right now, said Jed. He started toward the house. He can't go alone, said Liza. I guess not, said Bill. They slowly followed Jed. Jed reached the door and he began to laugh. Hey, he called. Come see the ghost. Liza and Bill ran to join him. A sheet, said Bill. Let me see that thing. The children went into the house. That looks like something we would make, said Jed. See how they tied it over that beam? When the door opens, it comes down. That does it, said Bill. Let's search this house. We'll find whoever's trying to scare us. Okay, said Liza, but let's do it together. The old house echoed every sound the children made. This place feels haunted, said Jed. It's downright creepy, said Bill. Let's get on with the search, said Liza. I want to get this done. I really do feel scared now. The children quickly searched the house upstairs and down. They found nothing. What now? asked Liza. Can't ghosts make themselves visible and invisible? asked Bill. I've read stories about ghosts, said Liza, but I don't really know much about them. I think our ghosts will be very visible, said Jed, when we find them. Can you imagine how grand, grand this house was? asked Liza. Isn't that staircase real marble? It looks like it, said Jed. I'd like to take a long look at everything. The wind is really picking up, said Bill. Listen to those trees moan. Think we could have another storm, asked Liza. Could be, said Jed, but we have shelter. Storm or no storm, said Liza. I'm going to poke around. 